Welcome to We Are the Revelers, hosted by Randy and Misty Bradley. We Are the Revelers is a podcast for creative souls longing to revel in all life's messy glory. We know what it's like to crave time and space to create meaningful, mind-blowing work while becoming the amazing partners and parents we hope to be. Yet we often find ourselves steeped in the mundane. So we're on a mission to romance the ordinary and revel in all the bits of glorious lining the insides of our lives. We're betting there are a lot of you out there just like us. Join the party. We are the Revelers. All right, so welcome to episode 24, 10 tips for more meaningful holiday revelry. (laughs) (laughs) We don't ever say the title like that. Let's make this as cheesy as we can. Okay. (laughs) Well, we're jumping right into the holidays because there are a few things that I wanted to talk to our listeners about to give them time to react before the holidays were actually like over. Really really over. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we talked about, I mean, holidays are important to us, not just like the holidays, but holidays in general. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this one, that's what this episode is about. Not just Columbus day was a couple weeks back and that was pretty important. Let's not even start on that. (laughs) (laughs) This native American. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so Columbus Day is not that important to us. You said all the holidays. I didn't. I didn't mean all the holidays. Not like give your cat a massage holiday yeah. or something like that. But like the Great Pumpkin Pie Day or something. yeah, like chocolate chip cookie National mm, Chocolate Chip yeah, Cookie that's Day. That's a good holiday. That's a good holiday. Very good holiday. But I mean, in general, the holidays that people usually celebrate in meaningful ways. And if that is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day for you, by all means, invite us to your celebration. Yeah, exactly. Brie. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, here's where all this comes for me. As we've grown older, with the hustle and bustle of life, it's been harder to not just cram a holiday into an already crowded life. Like, Agreed. I, I feel like we miss some of the meaning that we and the magic that we used to have with holidays. I mean, I would say even beyond when we were kids, whenever you and me were together by ourselves. Oh, yeah. We even had more magic than we do now with the kids. I mean, I, I, I still feel like they feel it's magical, mm-hmm. but we have lost some of the magic. It's just it's just busy. And it feels yeah. like sometimes just another thing to do. Yeah. And when we were young and like the kids are now, uh, school and the education that they give about holidays and the activities they do around them and a lot of the curriculum incorporates holidays into them. Absolutely. I mean, even the coloring sheets. Yes. It helps them be more excited and meaningful. Yeah. So uh, over the years, I have been frustrated with the holidays being just like every other family gathering that we have yes. with our family, both of our families. We're all, we're, we both are very close with our families. Mm-hmm. Our extended families are close. Like our our, our extended extended families are close. Yeah. But every holiday feels the same, except for maybe Christmas because they're gifts. But it's good food, yeah. all getting together, and there's usually a prayer before the meal. The prayer is or isn't meaningful based <laughs> on who prays it. Yeah. And, and how hungry they are. <laughs> exactly, because some are short and sweet and exactly. they just want to eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I would say because our families are so close 
And we many times whenever we visit our families and whenever it's not even a holiday, there's extended family there. Yeah. And so... So we feel like we have those gatherings with them all the time. Exactly. I mean, we've we've had that gathering, you know, two weeks ago. Yeah. So it doesn't feel any different when we get back together for Thanksgiving. The only thing that really is different about it is that there's this... A to do about a big prayer before we eat that meal, <laughs> you know. And maybe there's a few more dishes. A few more dishes. Like well, usually, there's a embarrassingly overcrowding of food. Exactly. <laughs> so it really was, especially it, this was even like in Lola's first few years too. I mean, it really it's really bothered me for a long time. It bothered me even when I was a kid, because we all know now, anyone who's been listening to the podcast, that I am sappy and emotional, <laughs> and I like to make things have a lot of meaning. Yeah, I like to infuse everything with meaning, mm-hmm. because if not, then why do it? And so it was bothering me when it was just us, but we were rushing back and forth, but trying to fit every holiday, both families. But when Lola was little, we had never hosted it any kind of holiday at our own home. Mm-hmm. And I was getting really frustrated and we decided to have Thanksgiving at our house. And my family stayed back home because my mom always is at her house for everybody. And I mean, like back then, I think it was like at least 40 people or more. But your family and your grandma who had recently remarried, mm-hmm. didn't have any kids around. I mean, it was basically just you and Eric is all that she had. And so we had her and her new husband, and we had this lady who we had met who was a neighbor of our friends, Mary and Jeff, who was, had just moved into a retirement I home. I forgot that she was there. Donna. Yeah. And so it was Donna and Grandma Carol and Wilmer, and then your mom and Danny and mm-hmm. Lola and us. It was a very small gathering, but I went all out on doing a really cool, like special menu that I tried to do special things to for each person's kind of favorite thing that they love for the holidays. I made your grandma's ham rolls, mm-hmm. and then we, I went all out. I tried to incorporate everybody's favorite thing and stuff. We didn't have a huge dining room at that house. It was like a no. little round table in this really little nook, but we wanted to have this like banquet feast type feel. We did. So we hung vinyl sheeting all in our garage and created like this tent effect in our garage. We had this huge board that we'd put Hundreds of family photos. Hundreds that, of family that photos. That you had all done in sepia tone. That, and then this big Thanksgiving banners and stuff. I mean, we like we made this huge production for just a few people. Yeah, yeah. But then we had all these quotes and beautiful things sitting at the table. We had different people talk about what they were grateful for. We kind of we kind of orchestrated the conversation and had them read a quote. And we got new dishes. We got new dishes. We did. I still have those dishes. Yes, it's been a long do. time. Actually, mm-hmm. I have... Some of those dishes because they keep getting broke somehow. Somehow somebody (laughs) brings them. I don't know. So, but that is one of my most favorite holidays. Holidays, yeah. Because not just because we hosted it, but because it was so so, there was so much meaning infused into every part of it. It wasn't just a meal. It Mm -hmm. was like it was an experience. For sure, it was definitely an experience. Whenever you walked into that room. You didn't know it was a garage. Yeah, you didn't. You just thought it was another, like, really cool room. Yeah, I mean, it was totally... It transported you. I remember vividly many of the details about that one, and there have been some since then and before that that I... Don't I remember don't, where we were. I don't have a clue. Yeah. Yeah. So that was definitely one of my favorite holiday experiences. You want to know another one? Please. Okay, we lived... Okay, it's really weird. Oklahoma City has, like, a couple of cities inside its city limits that have like, like been in, engrossed yeah over the, the years. city's kind of grown around yeah. 
But one of those is called The Village, which we lived in. We did. And we happened to live on Dublin Road in The Village, Mm -hmm. which just felt very Irish. So we decided to have a A bangin' St. Patrick's Patrick's Day Day party. (laughs) And it (laughs) it was so much fun because we did the same thing. We had all these toasts for people to bring. It was... You know, it was potluck. We had some really Irish dishes and things like that. Did we have green beer? Yeah, I think Ryan Salisbury brought yeah. green beer and green stuff. Beer. We, we had so much fun. And it was it was festive. Everybody would give a toast and slancha. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, but it was fun because it had meaning. And Lots of meaning. You infuse things with meaning. <laughs> I think we've established that fact. We do. We have and we do, but... That's one of the reasons I married you. Oh, really? Yes. You brought so much meaning to my life. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All the eyes are rolling. I know. So uh, another really cool favorite holiday experiences mm-hmm. for me were Thanksgivings when we were in college at OSU. Yeah. Oklahoma State University, I will clarify. We, when we were part of Chi Alpha, and we always had like international an international feast. feast. Mm-hmm for Thanksgiving where we invited all of the international students and let them feel a part of our culture and let them feel kind of at home. Usually it was going into break and a lot of them don't have anywhere to go. We always had a big turkey contest who cooked the best turkey and it was a big potluck. It was just, it was fun. It got you connected to international students so that you might not really connect with otherwise. And it, it felt like the real spirit of Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. the, the pilgrims People and the Indians together, and the coming together to share what they have. Or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So I always cherish those memories of, of those. Yeah. What are some of your favorite holiday experiences? Well, I think some of those exact same things. I mean, there were the international students whenever we were living in Edmond the first time, mm-hmm. uh, the Japanese students and Indian students, and spending time with them during the holidays because of different cultures. And, and so learning from them and I know that uh, there was times whenever we would go to somebody else's house. And, and particularly, I remember going one time to uh, Sybil and Marvin's house down in Lawton and celebrating Thanksgiving down there. And that was, for me as a kid, we went someplace different and there was just new surroundings, you know, new people to talk to. And so that was uh, a memorable one that I remember. So what we're getting at is that holidays have a whole lot more revelry when they have a whole lot more meaning Absolutely. to them. What are some traditions that you don't want to give up? Well, my first and foremost tradition that I don't want to give up, I kind of fell into this tradition because you already had it, but like I can't give it up now. There's just no way. Uh, watching White Christmas. Before Christmas? Absolutely. Like yeah. that is, like it has to be done. It's not even Christmas until that happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and because we've watched it every year since we've been married and probably a few years before we were, we know every word. Mm-hmm. to every song we can sing it by heart i just can't give that tradition up yeah there's one that i think of that we don't do it every year now because we're not always with them but growing up if we weren't at the lake and sometimes at the lake we always made homemade ice cream for fourth of july yeah you know and yeah. that just always just the churning of it and everybody checking to make sure it had enough rock salt and enough ice and is it ready is it ready is it ready yet? i mean there's just an anticipation oh and, absolutely yeah. um yeah and i'll never forget the year we were there and you decided that we had to get really <laughs> creative and i think we spent so oh, much gosh. money on making homemade so ice cream. much money and so much time yeah because um, i didn't realize day. 
that you like cooked. Like the recipes most, that you found. Yeah, the most of the recipes that we've always done regular vanilla and regular chocolate. You know, I wanted to be a little bit more adventurous. I and thought we were in Warner, it's a little bitty town in eastern Oklahoma. It doesn't have like the best stores. grocery store. <laughs> it doesn't have the most comprehensive grocery exactly. store. Yeah. So I found these recipes and I was like, yeah, everybody agreed with me that those would be good to try. So then we started making them. But as we started making them, we realized <laughs> I was just like, I can't even enjoy my family. You've got me in the kitchen. <laughs> I know we've got to cook this for two hours, then put it in the ice uh, box to chill and then get it back out and whip it. And it was but like, it's oh hilarious gosh. because we always talk about that. Yeah. But hey, was it good? It was good. It was good. I don't know if it was that good. It probably wasn't that good, but it was good. And it's something to talk about now. Yeah. So now that we talk about that, guess what I want to do? Go I want to some... make sure that we always have homemade ice cream on 4th of July. Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes it special. Maybe not that intensive of an experience, but mm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, another tradition I don't want to give up, and it's one that we started... I can't remember if we started this before kids or after. I think we might have done it before. I can't remember. It, I know we did it when it was just Lola, but I don't know if it was before Lola too. But yeah. it's our 12 dates of Christmas. Yes. But so that's, that's definitely, definitely one. one that uh, makes our Christmas special for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's things we do. I'm not saying they're you know extremely different and meaningful, but I'm going to hate to give them up. So that's like you know dressing up for, for Halloween. Mm. Like when our kids don't want to do that anymore. We used to do it as like a family. We had family costumes. Like one year, Lola was a tornado. She was the coolest tornado. That was a cool tornado. And Zeph was a bolt of lightning. Mm-hmm. And I was a reporter. And you were, we were storm chasers. Yeah, we were storm chasers. Like I was the reporter storm chaser and you were the cameraman. And we walked around and we blew a tornado siren on our phone when we would go up to the doors. It was great. It was great. We even made the news. We sent it into the news. Yes. And they shut it on the news. It was awesome. (laughs) So we used to have great fun doing family. Like one year we all went as a circus troop. Mm -hmm. He was the lion. I was the ringleader. Yeah, and Zeph, I was like, the, Zeph was a lion. He was a lion, yes. Lola was a tightrope walker, and mm-hmm. I was this crazy clown. Mm-hmm. And then we, because we weren't satisfied with just showing ourselves off at around the neighborhood, <laughs> we would go to the grocery store and just walk around. Yeah. <laughs> we're nuts. We were. So, anyways, but yes, now that our kids have gotten older, they want to do their own thing. They don't want to do a family. When Lola's decided she doesn't want to dress up. So I told her I would just make her a shirt that says, when you're this cute, you don't want to disguise it. <laughs> but, Very clever of you. So I feel like whenever they're completely out of the dressing up for Halloween thing, then it's going to make Halloween a whole lot less special. Maybe we'll just be those little, really weird old couple that house is so spooked out and we're all, we're all dressed up handing out candy or whatever. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's make that a, a thing. <laughs> but then for, okay, I'm hesitant to talk about this one because I know Lola has listened in the past. If she was to listen to this one, I don't want to ruin the whole Santa Claus thing mm. because she's on the verge of not believing, but she still kind of believes. And Or you wonder if she's just playing us because we've said before in the past that you only receive if you believe. <laughs> that's true. So, I mean, I feel like... That has become a part of our Christmas, and it's a fun. It's a fun thing. Well, luckily, we still have a very young one who yeah, hasn't even do. figured out Santa Claus yet. Exactly, can't barely but say the word. But you wonder if they won't ruin it for him before, like earlier. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I think like my nephews may ruin it for Lola and Zeth this year, mm-hmm. especially because we plan on staying Christmas Eve night. And my kids are, they yeah. have this mat. They just built a house with this huge, massive fireplace. And the big thing was, Oh my gosh, Santa Claus is going to come down that whole thing. Yeah. And, um, they don't really, their nephews don't really believe, but my kids are like begging to stay at Aunt Dana's house on Christmas Eve night. So we'll see. We'll see. But I think whenever we do lose that completely, it'll, it'll be, be another yeah. another thing lost. It'll be sad because that does make it special. Yeah. In some way. Someday there'll be grandkids. True that. <laughs> someday far, far away. Far, far. Far, far away. Okay, anyway. so let's get to our 10 tips. Okay, 10 tips. I think you always start with why. Why, why this are we is doing important. this? Number one, yeah. why is this important? What is important about it? What do we want to talk about, to teach, to stress? What do we want to be thankful for? What do we want to celebrate? Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Just start with why. Yeah. Because um, if you know your why, then you can set your intentions. Yes, absolutely. So the second thing is immerse yourself in the spirit of the holiday. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, this really happens to you automatically if you don't block it out with Christmas because there's so much music and so much, the movies, Misty DVRs, (laughs) every uh, Hallmark movie. I don't miss a one. Lifetime, Hallmark. I mean, I probably do miss some, but I don't like to. But in in saying that, yeah, it's, it's funny and there are tons of them. But it really does make the, the holiday special. Like during that season, we are very festive. And it's because <laughs> of exactly what I said. We immerse ourselves in that holiday. And I think you can do that on other holidays too. Oh, yeah. But there's people down the street who immerse Halloween. themselves in Halloween and like their whole house is decked out. And you're like, that's the house to go to because they've got all the scary people. But so I say all that to say, you know, decorate. Yeah. I think that it starts it off first and foremost. Sometimes it's hard for us. Because you've got to change things up and you got to get it out of the attic. But whenever you do it and you live with it for two, three, six, nine, twelve weeks, however <laughs> long you want to put it up ahead of time, then it really does change the atmosphere of that holiday. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to look like Buddy the Elf well, decorated no, the house. No, no. But even just a small nativity scene at Christmas, if that's yeah. your thing. Or a wreath on the door, something that feels festive. You know, I, we even have a chalkboard that I like to change out for every holiday. Mm-hmm. And we, we like to decorate for fall, well, your Halloween mom, and fall. But for your 4th of and July, my, your mom goes all yeah, out. And many of the holidays say, actually. Is that my mom for every holiday, like she changes everything. Like yeah. her porch, she has a beautiful front porch. She has yard decorations and they're not like hokey, like craft stuff. Like she's got style and, but it, it, the grandkids love going and seeing what's new in in the yard, and it makes yeah. them feel like whatever is happening is important. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. And so Fourth of July, definitely. She does Easter, you know, Valentine's Day. She kind of she does it all. Mm-hmm. But think about this for all you podcast listeners out there who have, like ourselves, one year completely put up all the Christmas lights. And how festive that is, how that feels coming back to your house from mm-hmm. a long day's work. And then there's those years where you just, uh, we're too busy. We haven't got the time for it. We don't put those up. Those Christmases are completely different. They are completely different. They do not feel like uh, the next year you feel like I have to put them up because last year felt so lackluster. Yeah. And the kids notice too. 
Like last year, we put deer on the front lawn. We made like this trickling waterfall river and put a disco ball with a floodlight on it so it looked like like snow snow on the the house. It looked good. And it wasn't very hard because we weren't climbing up on the rooftop or anything. It was kind of a simple thing. Yeah. But whenever I came home at night from work. It felt special. it, It felt special whenever you drove in. And there was lots of other houses that didn't have anything. That's probably even more so why our right. house felt respectful. Yeah. So yeah, so immerse yourself in the spirit. And I think, you know, movies, music, music. And, and you know, it's, there's, I even think there's, there's music to other holidays. You know, like last year we made a, a soundtrack for Halloween for Lola's Halloween theme uh, party. That was so fun. You know, yeah. you even made like a video of dance stuff to it. That was so cool. Yeah. There's like Hocus Pocus. I mean, there's definitely lots of music, movies for different holidays that you can like, help yourself get into. Born on the 4th of July. Things that, you know, uh, I think about patriotic movies or yeah. war movies and you know, things like mm-hmm. that. There's just things that you can do to make yourself. Even for like Veterans Day. What was the oh, one yeah. with Tom Hanks? That was a great. Well, there was Saving Private Saving Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. You know, reading books or poetry and things like that. Just immerse yourself in the spirit of the holiday. Set the mood, basically. Set the mood. Set the mood. I think so. Number three, our tip for number three is to make it about others. So, for instance, the 4th of July, go visit the VFW or the VA hospital, take something fun there, take some movies for the hospital patients, or uh, make a donation, or host a party, or volunteer in some way. Thanksgiving, serve at the shelter or the soup kitchen. You can volunteer, you can host parties for orphanages or, or nursing homes for any holiday you can because they they get lonely, you know? And I would say, you know, one thing that I would add to that tip whenever you're making it about others is, I mean, you can definitely just give some money and say you did your part. But anytime that you can really get in front of somebody or personally touch somebody's life and you see that reaction from them, it's going to make it That's 10 times it more meaningful. special and, mm-hmm. and more meaningful. Yeah, so or host someone from another culture to spend that yeah. holiday with your family. There's just so many creative ways to serve and to celebrate with others that yeah. makes it mean so much more. Our tip number four is to mix up your gatherings. Make a different food. Make it at a different place or a different time. Have a big breakfast instead of a supper or lunch. Do it in a different order of events. My, some of my favorite Christmases have been when we totally shucked like the traditional Christmas mm-hmm. meal and we yeah. did Greek or Italian. I or, mean, many a times we would have just had Thanksgiving. We've just had turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and all the fixings. So we've just been like, okay, for Christmas, we're going to have Greek food. And it still feels just as festive. We, we still have just as much we rivalry. We actually go out maybe a little bit more because it's something we don't fix all the time. It's not like mashed potatoes and green beans yeah. as a side. We're, we're making amazing food. My yeah. aunt, Alana, is an incredible cook. And they are probably responsible for the entire family's love of Greek food. <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. But, yes. Yeah, so we always, if we're having the holidays with her, we're always trying to, to finagle Greek food. <laughs> so... Uh, another when under mix up your gatherings is to have everyone bring their own contribution. So a lot of people do potlucks for, yeah. so that's great. Do that, but have them bring their favorite quote or Absolutely. talk about their favorite memory or bring an activity for everyone to do or bring their own music. Let someone else be in charge of a playlist or. Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that you have to, to kind of take in mind with that is I think a lot of people think of these things the morning of the holiday. But in the middle of the moment, 
Yeah. You feel on the spot to give somebody a quote and it's just, it just doesn't work and it always falls flat. That's why we're doing this podcast early. So that if you are listening and you wanted to make that special, you're going to have to think about it right now. You're going to have to email out your sister and your brother or whatever and say, hey, this is what we're doing. We're going to make it special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I need you to do this so that they're prepared instead of just that morning. Uh, I wanted you to sing a song. And you're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because my mom does that, yeah. you know, her, during that morning, it's like, uh, let's put those carols on. I want to make this special, <laughs> but you know, you can prepare a list. There is one thing about this summer that you did that I, I do want to shout out to you. Okay. You made some amazing playlists this summer. Oh, I did. I have enjoyed the heck <laughs> out of your playlist this summer. Just call me the playlist master. So. <laughs> You could call all up and for a small fee, Misty could make you some good playlists we, for whatever holiday that you want. Yeah, we actually have one out right now called There's a Chill in the Air yeah. for Fall, which is a really just laid back, chilled out playlist that I have been really enjoying. I have too. I have some ultimate Christmas playlists and some probably a few different playlists for Christmas that I'm working on. So those will be coming out soon. So just take the Revelers playlist. Yeah. And make your holiday more festive. We're going to put a link to the playlist in the show notes. So we're mixing it up. You're mixing it up. Yes. Another thing is let the kids take over part of the celebration. Mm. Kids do hilarious stuff. They do funny stuff. When we were younger, my sister and I always performed whenever we could get a crowd, which definitely meant holidays. <laughs> yeah. You know, we would do skits that my dad would video and we would send to cousins in Michigan, you know, which were totally hokey and probably would be really embarrassing if we saw now. I mean, I've heard of the sisters from the White Christmas. Yes. You've done that one. Yeah. So let the kids perform at, or plan an activity and then it's meaningful for them too. And you get a kick out of it and you enjoy it. So we need to commission our children to create something fun. Yes. Again, don't do it on the day Yeah, (laughs) beforehand. So speaking of create, that's our tip for number five, is to create. Let the why of the holiday inform your creative practice. And if you don't have a creative practice, then let it inspire some creative play. So for instance, write songs or poetry or essays and make some music. Whatever it is that you love to do to create, let the holiday inspire you. So this is maybe more of a personal tip about your own personal revelry than it is about how you celebrate with others, but it can, it's still meaningful even if it's just for you. Absolutely. So make music, try new recipes, create a new recipe, create and host a special event where the focus is actually creating, like making art, music, food, or some other type of creativity inspired by the holiday. Mm-hmm. I know that our sister-in-law, usually to the gatherings that we're going to for the holidays, she tries a new recipe from Pinterest. Yeah, Erin. Um, they're always pretty good. Yeah. That and, girl is the Pinterest queen. Yeah. If there's something fun on there, she's going to find it and do it for sure. Yeah. She always she always brings something special to holidays that she found. She's usually new. It's yeah. like, I just found this. It was for the holidays. Yeah. I enjoy that a lot. Erin, if you're listening... We're going to be looking forward to that. So number six is start a unique, maybe even intimate to your family tradition. Mm. We've already talked about some of ours, but you need to have some of you. Like we've talked about the 12 dates of Christmas. So here's what the 12 dates of Christmas are. We started this tradition as a play off of the 12 days of Christmas. And we were trying to infuse our holiday with more meaning. Absolutely. (laughs) And I wanted something... Because I knew that I didn't have the power to change the way we did Christmas at each family when there was these huge groups of people 
and I wasn't the host. So we were trying to figure out a way for the whole season to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. So we every year we plan out 12 dates of Christmas. And here's the thing. We try to do it really inexpensive. Because usually totally. it's a tight time or you're budgeting for gifts or parties or all of these other things. So we have 12 different outings or some of them are staying in. The first one we always kick it off with usually sometimes before Thanksgiving because we're traveling and so we'll kick it off before then is with deck the halls. So it's decorating the house. We make a big event out of it. We make music. We have some fun food that feels festive and we usually have a Christmas movie playing in the background with music over it Hmm. and the kids and everyone, we're just all decorating the house. The kids each have a tree in their room. We do go a lot for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and the thing about that is, is, like Misty said, we know it's going to be tight during that particular time. And, you know, you're, you're probably going to do that anyway. So make an event, so out, make of an event out of it. And just it's one of your dates. And then our dates are different every year, but like there are some that are the same. Like we always do that. We always take a trip in our PJs with hot chocolate and some goodies in the car. We drive around to look at lights. And look at Christmas lights in yeah. our pajamas. And our kids think it's the best thing to go out in their pajamas. Yeah. I think we have two traditions that have in <laughs> pajamas, pajamas and going so, pajamas. Yeah. yeah. And Oklahoma City does this really awesome thing, which probably in most cities that you're in, you can find this or near cities is they have downtown in December and there's tons of free events. There's events where you can get into the Myriad Gardens Conservatory for free. You can ride the water taxis and the Bricktown Canal for free. All these different things on weekends. In December, yeah. But every city usually has all kinds of events like that. There are usually stores that will have like sip and sees, or, or museums that are open like maybe one weekend or two weekends before free. Christmas yes. or something that are free. And there's usually movie theaters will play. You know, some movie theaters will play a special Christmas feature. Yeah. So you might get to see White Christmas at the movies for the first time. You know. Just find your local family magazine or add magazine, look at your newspaper and find their calendar of events and find all these different things that you can do that are inexpensive. There's ice skating. That's things that you cannot do year round that are fun at Christmas that you can do. So we, we just take a, we'll look at the calendar and things like that. Usually it's always fun to go to a church and see their Christmas program. One of the things that we always do that's traditional and we we're we're going to do it every year. And I've already mentioned it, which is watching a particular movie. Yes. I mean, we for us, it's Christmas White movie Christmas. Marathons. Yeah. And yeah. we have usually have a whole cookie decorating date where like we make cookies. Randy makes anatomically correct gingerbread men and women. Yes, I do. <laughs> and, but that has become a tradition. It has become a tradition. But I think it's going to start to get weird as the kids are like getting older and figuring out why is dad getting that? <laughs> yeah. But still, you can make cookies, and that's more of what we're talking about here. <laughs> you can make that a date and tradition where we're going to do this. And you know, again, it doesn't have to be that expensive to just throw some flour and water together. That's how you make cookies, right? Kind of. <laughs> and uh, We make it easy. We make it easy and expensive. But because we do it year after year, we make it meaningful. Yeah. And it's expected, and it's, it's, it's looked forward to. And we're spending good quality time together, yeah. and there's usually some kind of joke about how something turned out or whatever yeah and then we always try to do things you know different like one of our we always try to make one be more of a service type mm-hmm. like if we want to serve somewhere or we go out shopping for the angel tree or we usually sponsor a couple of kids from our kids school so the point is 
that's a way that you can create your own traditions. There's several ideas that we just gave you that we actually do all of those. And we will probably record something of our, like we should let them see peeks into our 12 dates of Christmas this year. So Absolutely. you can watch our Instagram and we'll probably give you peeks on our Instagram stories of our <laughs> 12 dates this year. Another unique tradition that we used to do before kids that sometimes we still do, we do it with our kids now, so it's not as anonymous, but when it was just you and I, that scripture about Jesus saying, whatever you do into the least of these, you've done unto me, we used that as we're going to anonymously do something for someone else and we won't tell each other what we've done until we'll open that gift on Christmas. And it was literally just a piece of paper that said, this is what we did and I did it to honor God and you or whatever. It was just a fun way for us to give back and to do something that was a little unique and different. You've got something on here that's called the turkey trot, which I don't know exactly what that is. Oh, well, Jeff Nimco, our friend Jeff, his family, on Thanksgiving, they always run like a 5K together. Yeah, It's called the turkey trot. I didn't know that. They're all runners, but it is always their big thing to run the 5K and then go have their Thanksgiving dinner. Because I've heard of people doing the football game after dinner. Which our your, our sister-in-law, Erin, her yeah. family does a great big Thanksgiving football game. Yeah. And you see that in the movies. I think that would be so cool. But I can't get my family to go out and play football. <laughs> You're, we play stuff with your family. No, we, we have. And we like croquet. Croquet. We play a lot of croquet. Or we used to play a lot more croquet. But Volleyball or what was the other? Yeah. Badminton. Yeah. But I think it's so it it looks so romantic in the movies and stuff where they all where they go tackle out. each other. Well, they all go out after Thanksgiving dinner and play the family football game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Well, make it so. Is that what you're telling me? I guess so. Make it so. <laughs> At my family, it's more like marbles. Well, that's definitely a tradition. It's not really a holiday tradition. Some people call it. Not really a holiday tradition, but it is a tradition at your family. So there's a lot of ways to do. I mean, you just get creative. The thing is about creating something that's unique and meaningful to you. Number seven is focus on experiences over gifts. Most of us don't need more stuff. Definitely. Some people do need stuff, but most of us don't need more stuff. And if you have kids, they probably don't need more stuff. They probably don't need more stuff. Experiences have memories attached, and because they have memories attached, they have meaning. I mean, our kids get stuff that they don't remember a month later. Absolutely. And actually, this is really sad, but our kids get stuff that they don't remember the next day who gave it to them Mm -hmm. because it was so wild or whatever, and it's so confusing. Mm -hmm. So they don't even recall. This last several years, I have requested... And, you know, Lola loves to take her friends to the movie. We'll get her, you know, gift certificates to the movies to take her friends. Or an art class or something else that she would enjoy. Painting and and things like that. Give her some art brushes and a gift certificate to an art class. And that's super cool. Yeah. I mean, that's an experience. Also, this is uh, weird that I remember this, but it definitely speaks to the experiences as opposed to the gift. Is a couple years back, in order to make the gifts more fun and more festive we had a scavenger hunt to find a particular gift and i remember the scavenger hunt more than the gift on that particular present i can't remember what that present was but i do remember the scavenger hunt and we would put a clue here and a clue here and a clue here and you'd have to go find all those i remember that that experience of Mm -hmm. finding it more than i remember the gift definitely all of us want more time with each other. We want to have memories with each other and not just another something. I also, my favorite gifts to give actually were gifts that I made. 
for several years, I made a lot of our gifts because for me, that was how I like to show love is like to make something specifically for you. Like my favorites were, I made aprons for our moms, like really detailed. I created the patterns. I put together these different fabrics that I chose based on their personalities. And my mom still uses hers all the time. I don't know know if your mom does, but like, those are some of my favorite things because they weren't purchased. They were really made with love. And you physically made them, but I remember being a part of that. And it, it makes me feel special seeing your mom wear that particular, you know, thing. And I, I know my grandmother, you made one for yes, her too. And she's, I've seen her wear it right. on particular occasions. And I'm sure it blessed their lives, but it really blesses my life. Just seeing that particular gift being used over and over again, knowing how much that you and, and I put into that. Yeah. And the fact that every time they pull those aprons out to use them, they think about us, Yeah, you know, which I'm not saying that you can't have it with the store-bought thing, sure, sure. but you know, Number eight, simplify. Because while we're talking about doing all of these things, it's really not about doing more to make it more meaningful. Yeah. It's not about being more fancy or decorating more or spending more money or making yourself more busy. It means do what matters most or what has the most meaning for you. Like simplify, pare down, do the thing. Like Don't go to the extra parties. Don't do the crazy shopping don't, don't do all of those things that are causing you stress and causing you anxiety. Make it really about what the holiday is about. Yeah, I think that's the, the biggest point that you're trying to make right there is don't make it stressful. Make it meaningful and do what you have to do to make it meaningful. So manage your stress. Say no. Be choosy. Who cares if your feast or your cheesecake is store-bought? Because... And if it makes you feel better, you can purchase something yummy from a friend who makes the best fill in the blank here. And you're showing off her goodness and you're giving her some money in the process. I, mean, I think that's a wonderful idea. Your friend makes the best cookies or whatever, and you're paying her a compliment and paying her money if, if that's what you guys choose to do. Gives her or him, let's just be fair about yeah, that. Okay. <laughs> it's giving probably them more money for that particular holiday or, or gathering or feast or whatever. And you're getting to show off one of your friends, yet still bring something for the potluck and not feel stressed out about it. And it's a win-win for everybody. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And ask for help too. Like the last three years, you have wrapped almost every single one of our presents. The first year, I was not any good. (laughs) I used way too much tape and things were like loosely wrapped. You know how that works. But because I've done it for the last three years. I'm getting pretty good at this. <laughs> yeah, he does. And he, we just put on movies. And usually the reason why I needed your help was because Christmas is a really busy time for a photographer. Yeah. And so I'm usually cranking out the edits and the orders. And you're helping with all of, you know, doing all of the wrapping while the kids yeah. are asleep. So ask for help with what you need. Trade out things. If your friend makes great cookies and you make a great turkey... Let them make, That's good. <laughs> make yeah. the cookies and you make their turkey or whatever. <laughs> or you wrap presents well. <laughs> Trade it out. <laughs> take your presents to them. Let them wrap them. I mean, that'd be like something my mom could do. Oh, gosh. Your mom's like the master she goes all out at wrapping and she she's does. really good. Like really good. Really good. It's intimidating how good she is. <laughs> uh, I think number nine uh, is very important. We probably overlook it a lot. Mm-hmm. But... That is to record it, put it down in the history books, photograph it, videotape it, do whatever you got to do, Instagram it, 
write the captions that are meaningful. Yeah. Remember what you did. Make a memory book. Print it out. Or I love those memory jars you see people do like New Year's. Yeah. Where you they write down all these great things and then they open them the next year and do another one. Yeah. Um, yeah. We usually do some kind of like questionnaire thing with our kids for New Year's mm-hmm. and we do it at the, at the beginning of school year too. Yeah. Which is really cool. But save them back them up <laughs> print them make it tangible hardly anyone prints anything anymore yeah because you can scroll through things but our kids love like our chat books mm-hmm. our kids love looking through our chat books I love I like holding it in my hands yeah Lola loves putting pictures all over her walls and her bulletin board of her and her friends I think it's definitely those important. things are meaningful for kids yeah. they're meaningful for you just do it just do it our last tip is I think probably the most important is to cultivate gratitude. In order for it to be meaningful and for it to impact you, I feel like holidays are about celebrating life. They're about celebrating that specific aspect of life or that piece of goodness. Because I don't think we have very many holidays that are about bad things. I can't think of anything. (laughs) Halloween's questionable. (laughs) (laughs) But in, in that sense, that it's about... It's about showing, that celebration is about showing your gratitude or yeah. showing your thankfulness. Absolutely. Um, whether it's about uh, Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or Father's Day or Fourth uh, of July or National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day well, and I or think Pie Day. They're, they're to, all about being thankful. Yeah. And I think to that, I mean, myself included, how many times have we gone through Veterans Day and never thanked a veteran or you know uh-huh. done something memorable for them or two you know a memorial day yeah so yeah i think it's all about you know what's the reason for the season to be cheesy <laughs> <laughs> but keeping that in mind as we go through that season and uh, and doing something to that really as you said cultivates gratitude yeah because and here's another reason why i think that's important is it's really easy to go through and get caught up and want and envy absolutely and strife in any holiday not just christmas i think christmas brings it out maybe in most of us because of the nature of giving gifts yeah but being with family can be stressful it can bring up a lot of ick mm-hmm. and that happens at more than just christmas mm-hmm. or thanksgiving i don't know maybe it's because our families are so close we have so many gatherings around other holidays too but you just Anytime that you focus on gratitude, it makes it way harder to be any of those other things. True that. And I just think that the biggest thing is to make it a point to express your gratitude, like in front of your kids too, and in front of your family and to express it. I mean, by saying it out loud in front of people, saying why you're celebrating it out loud, making it a, making it a thing. Because it's easy to think, oh man, I'm thankful for veterans, but, or to but call sure. up someone in your family that's a veteran and yeah. say, thank you. And I, mean, I think it's going to, yeah, just, it'll just take on a whole different meaning yeah, rather than just thinking it, but actually acting upon it. So there yeah. you have it. 10 tips, Ten tips for more revelry in your holidays, more <laughs> meaning. So I think two things that you can look forward to. One of them we mentioned in the last podcast and, you know, again, if things align correctly, then we hope to have a Revelers Thanksgiving. Mm. It's still not too late for you to put in your request if you want to be a part of that. I'm not saying that you're going to be, but 
<laughs> you know, you never know. We can be bribed. We can be bribed. And secondly, you Do you know, make great cookies? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. When's National Cookie Day? I have no idea. And the, the other thing is look forward to or look in, in our social media and our Instagram. And follow our uh, stories our during stories the holidays. And, you know, you're definitely going to see some of our 12 dates of Christmas. And yeah. show us yours. Show it, show us your oh, special absolutely. holiday moments. Tag We Are The Revelers because that's it, guys. We are the Revelers. You, me, us, all of us. We are the Revelers. Tag it. Hashtag it. We are the Revelers. We will be checking it out. And absolutely. you might even get featured in our feed. So we, totally we would love to share how you guys are making things special and how you are reveling. Absolutely. Because that's what this is all about. So now we have our tradition of yeah, our little our podcast shout ritual. Our shout outs. I want to shout out Julia Dennis. Who is that? She is a illustrator. Oh, yeah. Painter, artist, and an author. Okay. And the reason... I was just recently re- introduced to her. My friend Heidi, who was on... Heidi Fiedler, who was on the podcast, mm-hmm. is an editor and a writer. And she also happens to specialize in children's books. And she had posted about this book called Swatch that was beautiful. She said Swatch was her spirit animal. <laughs> and uh, it's a little girl who's a color tamer and she's like chasing all these colors and taming all these colors and I said oh my gosh I think she might be my spirit animal too you or showed I me said that. I loved it and she Heidi said she's probably your spirit animal too but I when I was looking this up I didn't realize she had made a trailer like a YouTube video yeah, for the book say, yeah. that was the music was amazing. She had that composed for it. Oh, really? Yes. And then she, it was beautiful. So I'm going to link to that. And I would love to talk to Julie Dennis. This is, I, she's illustrated a lot of other books, but I think this is the first one that she's written and illustrated. Oh, nice. And it's beautiful. Well, the and, trailer was great. You showed me the trailer. Yeah. I love the trailer. I wish the book was a movie now. I know. <laughs> I know. Hint, hint, Julie. <laughs> I am going to shout out to, and I hope I'm saying this right, Pernil Orem. She is a Danish lady. <laughs> what? Like the way you say lady and the way you moved your hand with the can't see. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Danish lady that I've been following on Instagram. She is an illustrator as well. Mm. And she is a, a character maker. She makes, from what I've seen, I haven't seen too many male characters, but she makes female characters. She draws them and, and like creates them and illustrates them and and she is the head character developer for warner brothers oh wow she has a great feed of all these characters that she's made but one of the cool things then you need to check her out right now because she wrote this list it was counting down to halloween and she did 31 things that related to halloween and every day she's posted something that was from that list and in the countdown. And so there's these amazing characters that she's developed each day that you can see. So those are good, but just her regular stuff is, is very incredible as a character developer. I'm going to run over and check her out because she sounds like someone that I want to follow. Yeah, definitely. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I love, I love these shout outs. I do too. <laughs> They're so much fun. And you always bring some interesting people that I've never heard of. You do too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And thank you guys for listening. Yeah. We hope you have the best holiday season full of a lot of really special and meaningful times. And we want to see them. So please tag We Are The Revelers and go over to iTunes and subscribe and please rate and review us. Please. 
So please sign up for the newsletter because we've got some great things that we're developing. Yes, and we want you to be able to know all about them. And we sometimes give special downloads and playlists and fun things to our people on our newsletter. She's the best playlist maker. I'm going to own that. You should. (laughs) Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to We Are the Revelers. You can listen to more of our episodes exploring how to celebrate the creative spirit, romance the ordinary, and revel in all life's messy glory by subscribing on iTunes or SoundCloud. Don't miss our exclusive guide of 25 ways to revel more and regret less by signing up for new episode releases and bits and pieces of revelry in your inbox. We're calling it confetti because newsletters are oh so boring. There's a nifty little box right at the top of our website, wearetherevelers.com. We're excited to hear from you, so please give us a shout out on social media. Until then, revel on.